Cheers to you, Dad. You've survived yet another year of parenting. You've been pooped on, vomited on, screamed at, and through it all, you persevered. You survived COVID. COVID again. More COVID. And at least, like, three near misses for the end of the world. You overcame obstacles, persevered, and crushed it as a dad. So go ahead, give yourself a little credit. As we stand together, gazing into this precipice of an uncertain future, I can say unto you only this. I see you, Dad. I know the hard work that you do. I feel the love that you put into your family every day. And so, on this most sacred of days, as you unwrap your best dad ever mugs and stare lovingly at the terrible artwork your children make you that fills your heart with joy, I celebrate you, Dad, and I invite you to celebrate with me. You do more for your kids than maybe even you know or appreciate. And I salute you. Okay, well, that's enough of that. But seriously, very, very seriously, um, fathers play an incredible role in the development of their children. Fathers are an invaluable resource. We are an integral part of the mammalian child-rearing system. We do a substantial amount to positively impact the growth and development of our children. And now more so than ever in the modern world, men are even more involved in the care and fathering of their children. And as we're going to talk about today, there is a myriad of benefits that results from your involvement directly from you being an active, caring, involved parent. I see time and again so many dads doubting themselves, so many dads posting things on Facebook groups about how they feel like they're not enough, they're not doing enough, they're never enough, they're ruining their kids by getting angry, getting irritable with them. There's just so many insecurities that come with being a parent, and it's very hard to feel good about yourself sometimes and, and feel like you really are having the positive impact that you want to as a parent. And... So today we are celebrating you, Dad, and this upcoming Father's Day, I'm going to dig into the research on how powerfully you impact your child's life. We're not going to talk about things that you can do as a parent to screw up your child, because everybody talks about that. All the Instagram influencers will gladly tell you all the horrible things that you do to screw up your children. There's lots of psychological research out there that focuses on how parents can negatively have an impact, but there's not quite as much research that shows positive impacts. I mean, there is lots, and I found it, and we're going to talk about it. But I really want to shift the narrative from what do parents do to screw up their children to what do parents do to take great care of their children? Because I guarantee you that unless you are actively and purposefully abusing your child and deliberately trying to make their life miserable... Chances are you're actually a pretty good parent and chances are any of the mistakes that you make or the problems that you run into along the way that you end up regretting, you know, maybe they'll have a slight effect on your child, sure, but probably not nearly as bad as you beat yourself up for. So today on the podcast, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about you. We're talking about the power of dad and what a beautiful and amazing influence you are on your children. So here we go. 
Yeah, I'm resilient. Won't get caught up in my woes. I just do it for those ten tiny fingers and toes. So as I was saying before, dads really are an integral part of the human evolution mating and reproductive system. Uh, you know, human infants are just, they're born so useless. They really can't do anything. They're a huge liability in terms of if you're trying to survive uh, in the wild or just survive in general. I mean, they take up so much time. They take up so much energy. They take up so many resources. And so part of our function um, evolutionarily to deal with that in terms of the human perspective is to leverage support from others in order to build a care system. So it's not just the mother that does the caring for the child, but typically she will also use other members in her close circle, grandparents, uh, family members, friends, other children, but also a big role played in that is fathers, the dad. Now, from just a broad animal perspective, uh, the researchers do note that care by a paternal figure, um, a male, you know, animal, is more rare in the mammal kingdom. It doesn't happen very frequently, and um, typically it shows up during times of danger where the males will serve kind of more of a protective role or um, a supportive role where they, they help to introduce the pups to the outside world, to the social environment. I started talking about dogs. But I mean, any offspring in general, the traditional sort of role of the male and mammals is more of the protective, more of the exploratory, more of the behaviors that have to do with the outside world. Teaching wrestling skills, teaching hunting skills. The male involvement also seems to increase uh, during times of significant stress. So if there is harm, say, to the mother and they can't provide as much for the pups, the male will step in. In general, in times of danger, the male's involvement will increase. So that's mammals in general, but we're not talking about mammals in general. We're talking about human beings specifically, and human beings with our highly sophisticated social systems that are designed to support members of the community, keep them alive, help them grow. So how do fathers fit into that system? Well, some of it is reflected in the mammal tendencies. Um, male human fathers, broadly speaking, really seem to contribute to the growth and development of their children by almost sort of testing them a little bit. Traditionally, the mother is more involved in providing a sense of safety, a sense of emotional development, and the role of the father seems to be more to kind of push children into the outside world, take them a little bit out of their comfort zone, but keep them safe and feeling safe at the same time. At its core, there's this really interesting interaction that's commonly seen between dads and children. It's called a destabilizing and then a restabilizing action. So the classic example of this uh, is, you know, you have a dad with an infant and they go, Woo, and they kind of tip them a little bit pick them back up, smile, and the baby, you know, initially they're quite shocked, but then it's funny to them and they laugh. And and that's sort of what it is, is you're sort of briefly taking children out of their comfort zone, exposing them to a slight bit of intensity, but in a safe way, and then returning them to safety and care afterwards. And so, you know, a lot of examples of dads at play are, you know, taking children out into the world and letting them explore, letting them run around, being willing to let them take some risks, maybe hurt themselves a little bit, you know, with you watching over to make sure they don't hurt themselves too badly. 
You know, another great example of uh, sort of this destabilizing interaction, the sort of stimulating interaction that fathers have with children. The classic one is the uh, dad attack, right? You know, you think of like kids are, are playing in a room or something and all of a sudden the dad runs in and goes like, ah, and runs over and grabs a kid and picks them up and slams them on the couch and tickles them. And then, you know, after you let that go, you kind of laugh and relax and cut a little bit, connect with the child. That's another really good example of, of this sort of interaction that happens between dads and kids. So one of the core sort of instinctual father roles, I guess, instead of traditional, say, instinctual roles, is this sort of gentle pushing of the child out into the world, for, not forcing them, but encouraging them to test their boundaries, move beyond their boundaries, learn new things, but in a way where they're kept protected and safe and watched over. On top of that, though, remember that humans are extremely flexible in their roles, and our primary goal is to care for and preserve the health and well-being of offspring. And so, you know, at any time, at any place, an individual can assume the role of a caregiver and a parent for a child in a constructive way. So that's not the only way that fathers are involved and contribute with their children, but it seems to be sort of one way that's very sort of instinctually hardwired into men to interact with their children in that way. You know, even training children to sort of survive from that perspective. Uh, I remember very vividly when I had my two infants, um, I had a very strong urge to sort of like bite them playfully. Like I would set them down and I would start tickling them and then I would like kind of lightly bite at their tummy and their their ribs. And um, again, it made them laugh. Like it, for them, it was really funny. They would giggle, they would laugh out loud. And it was a great bonding moment. But I think back to it, like I was even, you know, part of that play was that I was growling. And if I really consider in my mind, I think there's sort of an instinct in us to try to teach our children how to fight off attackers, how to fight off predators. And so you'll also see parents, but I think dads, um, quite often playing sort of a pretend role of a predator and, and trying to sort of lightly threaten the children's integrity so they, they learn to like push threats away and fight back a little bit. But again, the human roles are very flexible and dads, especially modern dads, play substantial roles in, in all kinds of different areas in the growth and development of children. You know, you teach them skills, you teach them knowledge, you are involved in their emotional development. And, and that's not specific only to dads. You know, other caregivers can provide that sort of role, grandparents, friends, family members, siblings, you know, everybody involved in someone's life actively contributes to their growth and development. But Dads are part of that that picture. You are a part of the constellation of people that are actively involved in contributing to the growth and development of your children in all these various ways that you do. So keep that piece of it in mind as well. Is I'm I'm not just talking about specific dad things, but in general, you are a caregiver, and that's very important to have. And finally, another more sort of systemic way that fathers contribute to the growth and well-being of their children is through the investment of resources. Now, this is almost kind of tied up with the real traditionalist version of masculinity and manliness, which is the male as the provider, as the protector. I mean, kind of in a way like what I was talking about with the, the mammalian base, but taken to sort of a more extreme, a more societal extreme when you add human ideas on top of those concepts. But broadly speaking, it is the role of a father to make investments in their children. And that's not just financial investment. It is financial investment, certainly. But also just think about 
the investment of your time. Say the fact that you're in the household and maybe are able to assist with some chores or complete some other task, that allows more time for the mother to be involved in the nurturing and the development of the child, which will ultimately have positive outcomes as well. Just think about the constellation of your life. Think about the interlocking web of things like your finances, your actions, your relationships, your conversations. All of these things grow and contribute to shaping the way that your children develop. And I don't mean to put that on in a shame way, because I'm sure some people will say, well, I don't, I don't provide enough. There are things I could do more of. I, I don't make enough money. I don't have enough time to give to my children. And I think it's fair to feel those feelings because, again, it's very hard to be a parent and you just so badly want to be there and take care of your kids. But just think, every little thing that you do, every moment of time that you give, every every dollar, every cent that you spend, every relationship that you help introduce your child to, every moment that you teach them something valuable, a skill that they can bring forward into their life, all of that has value. And so something is always better than nothing. And even if you feel like you're not doing enough, I guarantee you, you are doing so much more then maybe you even realize these these subtle things, these little moments, these little skills that get taught, they have ripple effects that, that go through and reflect entirely through people's lives, through your children's lives. Just the mere fact that you are there and you are invested is providing a lot of value to your family. So keep that in mind. So next we'll get into some of the benefits. I'll actually break down some of the just amazing things that having an involved father can do for children's mental health some of the what the the studies show about all of the wonderful effects that you have on your children from being an involved dad but first i just want to take a moment to clarify kind of what i mean by an involved dad or um i think in the research they sort of refer to it as like an intentive dad or a responsive dad Keep in mind, this does not mean, first off, a dad that's always there. It's very clear in the research that I read that it's not a matter of the quantity of time that you spend with your children, but the quality time. So even in fathers, say, who are separated from their children for periods of time because of things like divorce, jobs, that sort of stuff, again, that can cause a lot of guilt where people feel absent, a lot of, you know, grief where they 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 miss their children and they feel like they're losing out and not being able to be there to help their children. But I will tell you that as long as you are able to make some kind of quality time, some kind of time where you're responsive to your child's needs, that is going to make a huge difference and pretty much just as much of a difference as if you were there all the time. So keep that in mind. Even if you are not a dad who's able to be there all the time, you're still making a huge difference by caring and investing. So keep in mind this idea of the responsive parent, the responsive father. By this I mean you're attending to your child. If they attempt to get your attention and ask for something, you do your best to respond. If they are experiencing a need, you do your best to support them with it. If they are in danger, you do your best to take them out of the situation. If they become destabilized by pain, upset feelings, fear, you help them to reattain stabilization by calming them down, by talking about the experience, by teaching them new ways of doing things, new ways of handling their problems. 
I'm not going to spend too much time breaking down exactly what this means. That I think might be better for another episode, but just broadly speaking, I think it's fairly easy to intuit what I mean by responsive parenting when I I describe it this way. At least I I hope it is. And, you know, if you really feel like you're not being a responsive parent, I think that's okay. That's something you can definitely easily work on. One of the things that I, I found most interesting during this research was they were showing that fatherly and parenting behaviors are dictated by very specific networks in the brain. You can actually watch parents, fathers engage with their children, and different brain networks will become activated and different hormone systems will become activated to stimulate your sort of parenting engagement and behavior. And to me, that says something very important, which is that neural networks are plastic. Your brain can learn new things. And the more you do something, the better at it you get. So if you feel like maybe you're not as responsive uh, of a parent as you would like to be, and there's specific areas where you feel like you might be missing those skills, just lean in. The more you practice, the more you engage, the more you're going to activate those hormones and those neural structures, and the stronger they're going to get, and the better you're going to get at parenting. So don't despair if you feel like there's aspects where you're not contributing as much as you like. Because again, I think for the most part, just the fact that you are despairing and you are concerned about being the best that you can for your kids shows that you are involved. And you know what? You might make some mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. I think, as I was saying before, there's this huge narrative around the idea that Parents are extremely accountable for how their children grow up, and every little thing you do has to be done with insane care, because if you make one mistake in how you parent your child, they're going to wind up addicted to drugs and living on the street. And yeah, you know, like, the way you parent your child certainly has influences on on how they might turn out, but people can go through insane traumas and horrific experiences and come out the other side some of the, the greatest and most productive members of society and the kindest individuals. So your life circumstances, well, well they certainly impact how you grow and develop uh, as a child. They are absolutely not a constraint, and they are not a death sentence. And I've come across several psychologists who've talked about this subject quite a bit. And really, at the end of the day, what they said basically is that it's actually pretty hard to screw up your children. Yeah, they might carry on a few negative emotions here and there from interactions that they've had with you. But the vast majority of people, as long as the parents care and try their best, they all turn out fine. So just do your best. Do your best to show that you're investing in your child. Show them that you care. And do your best to repair and recover from any mistakes that you make. And if you can do that, you are absolutely 100% crushing it as a dad. And as your reward, I'm going to tell you all of the amazing things that are going to come about because of that. Supportive, involved fathers have children who are more socially adept. They have greater levels of overall well-being, decreased chance of developmental delays. Their children have more positive friendships. They engage in more complex play and have more optimal language development. In general, children with emotionally involved fathers show improved cognitive, social, and behavioral outcomes across the board. There's decreased risk of depression, decreased lying behavior, increased pro-social and positive behaviors, better academic performance in languages and science. They have increased confidence and appreciate school more. Fathers can also increase the scores of their child on emotional intelligence testing. 
Literally, your involved presence is making your child more emotionally intelligent. As I said before, this is true even with fathers who can't be there in person all the time. The presence and the quality of the time spent with the father is what's important. It's much less important the frequency of time that you spend. So even if you are spending a limited amount of quality time with your child, the presence of that quality time will, no matter what, result in greater emotional regulation, greater success in school, improved cognitive functioning, and less criminal and antisocial behavior across the lifespan. Every little piece of yourself that you give makes a huge difference, and it compounds. It gets bigger and bigger over time. As a dad, you help your child to learn to cope with rapidly changing experiences while they remain secure. You help promote their exploration, their curiosity, their resilience. If you build a reciprocal and responsive relationship with them, they will be less aggressive, have improved conflict resolution skills later in life. If you engage in frequent pretend play with your child, it will strengthen their vocabulary, improve their self-regulation skills. Fathers also positively impact the all-important mother-child relationship. This is something that gets significantly emphasized in research. The bond between a mother and child is very strong, and mothers play a substantial role in shaping and growing the mental health and the resilience of their infants. But interestingly, an involved father actually predicts lower levels of distress between the mother and the infant and improves their ability to bond. If for some reason a mother develops postpartum depression and her ability to optimally care for a child gets reduced as a result, the presence of a supportive and helping father actually significantly helps to reduce any negative outcomes that might happen as a result of a mother who's experiencing postpartum depression and can't provide the level of care for her child that she would like. And that, my dear friends, is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm sure there is so much more to this that we could explore and discover. I mean, I just really don't have the time to go in-depth into all of the research at this moment. I think maybe down the road we could look a little bit more into father-son bonding and how to really strengthen and build those relationships and, you know, leverage these influences that you have on your children to make them even stronger. But for today, I don't want to talk about the specifics and the nitty-gritty. I don't want to get into the ins and outs of what works and what doesn't, because really the most important thing of all is just that you're there and that you care. And if you bring those two things, if you're present, if you're engaged, if you try your best to be supportive of your child and bring your solution-focused, problem-solving, kind and loving self to your relationship with them as much as you can, you will not screw up your child. You will have a very hard time screwing up your child. You will have to go out of your way to try to hurt them to really dramatically, negatively impact their life outcomes. And if something has happened where you really feel like you are negatively impacting your child, it's not the end of the road. All of this is completely plastic and can be significantly improved with the right skills, with the right help, with the right knowledge, with the right level of dedication. So there you have it, Dad. On this coming Father's Day, sit down and remember that you are powerful. You do so much more for your children than you realize. Your presence is helping to grow your child at the level of their neurology, their psychology, their social skills, and their ability to navigate life. So, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything that you do. It's not easy, but it's super important. So go enjoy this special day. Do whatever it is that you need to do. Take care of yourself. Spend some quality time with your family. Enjoy your life. I don't know you, but I'm proud of you. 
because I'm sure you're doing your very best. I know I am, and I'm proud of myself. Thank you for listening. Um, I've been super busy lately. I'm doing a master's degree. I'm working full time. I have two kids trying to continue with this podcast, but I'm sort of realizing that I need to shift my priorities around a little bit. And so I'm probably not going to be very active on social media much in the near future. Previous episodes, I've encouraged people to check me out on Instagram. You're still welcome to, but I, I probably won't be engaging much with that platform going on. I am still going to be trying to commit to releasing weekly episodes that might not always be possible, but I'm going to try my best because I, I really enjoy doing this work and I, I think it has a lot of valuable stuff for my own learning and just, you know, joy and meaning in life, which is super important. So I will be continuing to work on the show, but I might be a little bit less active on things like social media if you happen to follow me on those. But please feel free to reach out. Email me at theresilientfather at gmail.com. I would love to hear from people. If you like the show, please feel free to rate it, give it a review, subscribe to me. It always helps with uh, search optimization and that sort of fun internet stuff. But thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it as always. And uh, take care of yourself, Dad. <laughs>